Namaste and welcome to my podcast, Nayo Yoga, Ayurveda and Yoga. We are talking about Patanjali and Ayurveda and today we want to check out the first chapter of the Yoga Sutra. So the Yoga Sutra and especially the first chapter is all about enlightenment. So Samadhi is enlightenment. So what is Samadhi exactly? Simply said, Samadhi is a form of super-consciousness. And the Sanskrit root of the word means to unite or to bring together. And already this indicates the unity of the individual with a higher consciousness. The concept of Samadhi is particularly central to Buddhist and Hindu teachings. Now, in his Yoga Sutras, Patanjali defines Samadhi as complete absorption. In Samadhi, the mind comes fully awake and aware of its essence. Difference disappear and peace will return. The mind will no longer control impulses, but will handle experiences such as joy, pain, rejection, excitement, then really calmly and with equanimity. So, in a nutshell, if yoga is about finding peace or silencing all our thought process, samadhi can be described as its goal. Now, at the beginning, Patanjali explains what exactly yoga actually is. Because most of us people think that yoga is just a sport, but in the Yoga Sutra, it is clear that yoga is practiced to consciously realize the true nature of the self. And here we are at the most important point. In order to recognize our true nature, we must learn to recognize our thoughts and classify them correctly. Like according to the motto, do not believe everything you think, right? then potentially describes five types of mental movements. Correct perception, interpretation, imagination, deep sleep and memory. All of these mental movements influence the way we think, feel and act. And depending on how they might affect you, they may or may not cause more suffering. To explain this um, a little, we cannot control what comes into our minds. But what we can control is how we respond to our thoughts. So this choice can determine whether we suffer or not. Many of us are familiar with this approach. Accept what you cannot change and change what you can the trick is to distinguish between those two. Even the AA uses this sentence as a guiding principle for their meetings, and that's a fantastic approach, isn't it? Unfortunately, we humans are not perfect and therefore are not always able to make the right decisions. As simple as it sounds, it is difficult to implement, but... What we can always do is we can change our attitude towards it. 
If you're now thinking, ah, it's not that hard, I just sit here and meditate, well, then you're probably wrong, because yoga means constant practice and exercise. Everything. Not just what you do here and now, but also your memories. Because memories influence our thoughts, our feelings and actions in the present and even unconsciously. So make sure that your reactions to current situations, situations are not based on past conditions and therefore inappropriate. In addition to this exercise, it is also important to let go of false beliefs, patterns, attitudes and habits so that you can fully focus on the path you are currently on. Patanjali's practice is not just about implementing a program but requires the necessary dedication and heart for it to bloom. It is important to have the right attitude to take it seriously and, above all, to continue it consistently over a longer period of time, if not even for the rest of your life, because all that you will achieve requires more practice to be maintained. Potentially then talks about the omniscient and omnipotent divine power and that the sound OM represents this. In Samkhya philosophy, OM is the first sound that appeared in the combined creation of Purusha and Pakriti. Basically, the first fundamental sound. Patanjali writes that by chanting the word OM, people can perceive the divine within themselves. He further explains that there are nine obstacles on the way to Samadhi. Illness mental laziness, doubt, negligence, laziness, greed, wrong views, lack of foundation and lack of continuity. But he also explains how we can overcome these obstacles and to keep this short, just with love, pranayama and meditation. At the end of the chapter, Patanjali describes that once Chita stabilizes from obstacles. The sutra lead the seekers towards the highest state of oneness and their true nature. This is how the first chapter ends. It is a wonderful chapter with the most quoted sentences ever. Next week, we will take a closer look at the second chapter, Sadhana Pada. I'm already looking forward to this. I know it took a little bit longer. I hope you can forgive me. Till then, stay healthy, love and light. Namaste.